From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Galaxy is leading the charge on clean mining. Disney, they're hiring. And we have a hack. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, February 3rd, 2022. Went to bed at 11 o'clock last night. Woke up at 2.30. Couldn't get back to sleep. Laid in bed. Scrolled on my phone for a couple hours. Got out of bed at 4.30 and I've been up ever since. My brain is mush. So bear with me today. I am pretty stuttery, pretty mush mouthed. (laughs) And so the brain is just not working that fast. And to boot, we have a snowstorm moving through the country it's hitting ohio right now it's kind of lame everybody hyped it up to be something big i woke up this morning with only like four inches of snow on the ground but it's going to continue all day hopefully we get some snow out there because i want to go shovel it is i I like going out and shoveling actually it's good exercise if you listen to my audio book which i'm listening to ray dalio's book right now and that book is called the principles for dealing with the changing world order it's a must listen i mean you want to get freaked out, listen to that book. Just listen to that book. Anyway, uh, before we get into today's prices, please go over to Apple iTunes and Spotify and rate the show. Five stars. Leave us a comment and a five-star rating. It helps us stay visible for people to not only see the show, but also to have confidence and click on the show. And don't forget, GM, a new podcast by Decrypt, hosted by Dan Roberts and Jeff John Roberts. Their latest episode has Eric Voorhees on it. So check out that podcast as well. But we're not here to talk about all the things I want you to do for me. You guys need something too, like those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $36,850, down almost 2% in 24. Ethereum is at $2,640, down 1.1%. Teller's number three in Binance Coin is at 367 down a percent. And USDC is in the number five spot. Running off the top of 10, we have Cardano, Solana, XRP, Luna, and Polkadot. Total market cap, we're at $1.69 trillion, a BTC dominance of 41.1, and an F dominance of 18.5%. And now it's time for Coin of the Day. Our coin of the day today is Super Farm, ticker Super, number 178 on coin market cap. The price is 64 cents. It's down around 2.5%. Total market cap we're at 259.1 million. Fully diluted is 640.8 million, and 40% is in circulation. Its max supply is 1 billion tokens. There are 404 million in circulation. Super's all-time high is $4.73. It's down 86% since then. That was set 10 months ago in March. And its all-time low was 7 months ago at $0.27. Cents. It's up 130% since then. Looks like it just totally tanked. I wonder what happened. Well, the market's pretty much down, but I wonder what happened there. 
You can buy it on Binance, KuCoin, Gate.io, Coinbase Exchange, Uniswap, and there you have it. So what is Superfarm? So Superfarm is a cross-chain decentralized finance protocol, or DeFi protocol, built to facilitate the launching of new NFTs without the need for programming. It's a marketplace and an innovative set of tools to allow any project to deploy a farm with its own rules. Okay, so then I clicked over to its website. It's NFTs thrive here. Superfarm is a passive community building at the intersection of NFTs and DeFi. Super is Superfarm's utility token that is used for governance, fees, staking, and NFT drops. The Superfarm platform was launched on March 31st of 2021, which was its all-time high. So it looks like they launched and just lost value ever since then. If you guys have used Superfarm or do use it, please let me know. Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. Tell me what you think of it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Moving into today's headlines. We all know Galaxy Digital, head by CEO Michael Novogratz. Well, they have significant mining operations, and they announced a sustainability program, which is aimed at approving the company's energy use and social impact. Galaxy Digital said that the program will help the company build on its goal of over 80% sustainable power mixes across its mining operations. They said that they already achieved this metric late last year. Mike Novogratz said, Our mission is to drive change through technology and ultimately build a better world. And we will view ESG, or Environmental Social Governance, as an integral component. Galaxy announcement is likely to be welcomed by the environmental and social activists and may also put pressure on other big crypto companies to follow suit. And see, this is the thing that I think is going to make it go even more mainstream. You saw what happened when Tesla bought Bitcoin, and they got huge pushback from just the public in general saying, aren't you supposed to be about sustainability and the environment? And now you bought Bitcoin or accepting Bitcoin for your cars, and it seems like against your ethos. And there's a lot of other companies that are probably scared to buy crypto or invest in crypto or put it on their balance sheet because of the pushback. Let's think about Google, Apple, and so many more. And so once Bitcoin fixes this issue and mining is based off of sustainable energy, I can see that's when we have a lot of different companies hopping in, buying Bitcoin, and putting it on their balance sheet. Disney is hiring. They're looking for candidates who understand NFTs. Surprise, surprise. You know what I think is funny? Because this article started out with multinational entertainment company, Disney. As though nobody knows who Disney is. Actually saying multinational entertainment company, Disney, actually is more confusing because aren't they just talking about Disney? We know who Disney is. Anyway, I just thought it was funny. I wonder who wrote that. But a total of four jobs were mentioned on their website. These positions are Director of Sales and Digital Marketing, Culture and Trend Marketing Manager, Manager of Business and Development, and ESPN Business Development and Innovation. So, what do they do? The director will help lead Disney's efforts in the NFT space, including monitoring the evolving marketplace, setting category and strategy, and managing key partners. The Culture Trend Marketing Manager will be asked to focus on how Hulu's streaming service can break through into other spaces, including 
outside streaming, which will include NFTs, as well as the metaverse. Sales and digital marketing director will be responsible for leading efforts in emerging technologies, including NFTs. And of course, there's an internship that goes through the summer of 2022 because everybody, every company needs cheap labor to do the things that nobody wants to do. Now, as to my opinion, even though that last one was my opinion, I'm not saying anything bad about Disney, by the way. I'm just saying that, you know, interns usually get the brunt of the work that nobody wants to do and they get paid very bad for it. But my opinion is, is I wonder who's going to apply for these jobs because are there any NFT experts that know NFTs as much as the people in the crypto space or the people that are engaged in it and that's building in it right now that are going to be at the level that Disney would hire for these positions? And that's what I'm wondering. Are they looking for something more of a director of like companies that kind of know NFTs or someone that knows NFTs that can be kind of molded into a director of a company? And I wonder which strategy they're going to take. Anyway, if you think you got the chops, apply at Disney. In the intro, I told you there was a hack. Wormhole, a protocol that allows users to move their tokens and NFTs between Ethereum and Solana, has confirmed a suffered exploit of 120,000 wrapped Ethereum worth over $320 million. They originally thought it was only, I don't know, a measly $250 million, but I guess they found 70 more that was gone. Wormhole tweeted, The team is working on a detailed incident report and will share it ASAP. At 6.26 p.m. UTC, that was last night, I think, the contract was exploited for 120,000 F. By half past midnight, the vulnerability was patched. At 1.08 p.m. UTC, the F contract has been filled and all the WF, the wrapped F, are backed one-to-one. And at 1.29 p.m. UTC, the portal token bridge is back up. So they also tweeted, all funds have been restored and the wormhole is back up. We are deeply grateful for your support and thank you for your patience. Jeff Garzik, he tweeted in the comments, where did all the funds to refill the bridge come from? Crypto Texan said, the F losses are being backstopped by some rich benefactors, where Ronin Imperial.f said, Translation, we're already paying out millions per day to secure the Solana network. What's another 250 million between VCs to keep this gravy train running a little longer so we can milk out exit liquidity? Just to clarify, I am not too sure, and I've been looking on Twitter and other news sources, where the funds came from to refill the bridge. I don't know if they got the money back from the hack or the exploit, or they just pulled 120,000 F to put back in for liquidity. I am not too sure. I can't confirm. So uh, whatever those, those tweets said, just take it with a grain of salt. But it looks as though they're back up and running one way or the other. A listener reached out yesterday and told us about an article or a blog about Tornado Cash that I want you guys to read. The link is in the show notes. So what is Tornado Cash? It's a mixing service. Uh, Like I told you the other day when there was a hack and people lost their F, uh, a mixing service basically hides the transactions of your F. Basically, um, if you steal Ethereum, if, please don't go out and steal anything, guys. Please don't. But a mixing service is a way for you to hide the tracks of your transactions. You know, everything on the blockchain is open and transparent. So if you send F from one wallet to another wallet, we can see that transaction. If you put it through a mixing service, it hides that transaction. It's kind of like if you ever see cartoons and cartoon cars, two cartoon cars going to a, a under a bridge or in a tunnel and it's a dark tunnel. And then one comes out one side and one comes out the other. Like something happened in the middle of the dark tunnel and it confused everybody. That's kind of like what this is. Well, anyway, the blog is about how these kind of services is hurting the reputation of crypto. So link is in the show notes if you want to read it. 
And finally, for all my British listeners, Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs, I guess the HMRC, the UK's Tax Payments and Customs Authority, has updated the rules that govern decentralized finance and crypto staking. They said this, The lending staking of tokens through decentralized finance is a constantly evolving area, so it is not possible to set out all the circumstances in which a lender liquidity provider earns a return from their activities and the nature of the return. So the HMRC set out a series of guiding principles. First, whether the return is received by the lender or liquidity provider is known at the time the agreement is made. If it is known, this would indicate a revenue receipt. But if it's unknown, it would indicate a capital receipt. This is definitely Scott Chipolina's wheelhouse. I didn't even have to look to see who wrote this to know who wrote this. The second is, if the return is realized through the disposal of a capital asset, it indicates a capital receipt. In contrast, should the receipt be paid by the borrow DeFi lending platform to the lender liquidity provider, the return should be classified as a revenue receipt. Third, one-off payments are more likely to have the nature of capital, while reoccurring payments are more likely to have the nature of income. That makes sense. And lastly, the HMRC cites whether the period of lending is fixed or indefinite, short-term or long-term, as another variable that determines the nature of the return. So, they have some guidance. If you are in the UK, you're operating in DeFi, reach out to your tax people, make sure that they understand the rules, the new rules, the new guidelines, and if they do, make sure that they fully let you know what is going on as well because one, you want to be compliant and two, you want to make sure that you don't overpay, don't underpay. I don't even know how it is over there. They just take your money. I'm not too sure. But anyway, over here, using the over here guidelines, make sure you don't overpay and you can use any benefits in your favor to lower your tax burden. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Until tomorrow's weekend review, happy hodling everyone. <laughs>